0: Hello, my name is Tapua and I'm an intern at Cuso VSO in Vancouver and I'll be speaking to Judy who did her volunteer at the Maldives back in nineteen ninety seven to nineteen ninety-nine. So uh, what motivated you at the time to volunteer with Cuso VSO if you remember? You know so well back. But I was actually um, in the UK when I applied.
1: and um, I had just got a qualification for being an English second language teacher and I had no ties at home, my children were grown up and um, I'd sold my business and I was sort of free Mm and I thought, well, what am I going to do with this? Well, I really wouldn't Enjoyed the most in teaching English as a second language was meeting people from other cultures. Culture, so mm-hmm. the best thing maybe is to go and actually mm-hmm. live in another culture mm-hmm. and do this. And yeah. as I wasn't particularly interested in earning money, I thought well maybe I should volunteer. Mm-hmm. So I
0: did. So, cool. so it was just the perfect opportunity for yeah. you to. And they were mm-hmm.
1: advertising quite a lot in the UK then for volunteers for mm. teaching English overseas.
0: Yeah. So can you describe your project exactly? What did you do in the in the Maldives? Well, it was
1: interesting because in, I. I was assigned, I went through the, tech, the interviews and everything in the UK, and I was assigned a job in Sri Lanka teaching in a, in a rural district, going around to different schools with teacher training, teaching classes, I guess. And I had to get a motorbike license for that, wow. and um, this was already, and I came back to Vancouver for about two months mm-hmm. just before I left just to sort out things out at home first, and... Uh, get my motorbike training and everything. And then in the middle of that, in the last minute, um, my supervisor in Sri Lanka had a heart attack and he wasn't going to go back to work, so the job finished. Mm -hmm. There was no job all of a sudden. So VSO offered me a choice of Mongolia or Maldives. Mm -hmm. And seeing as I'd already spent my allowance on buying things to go, which were clothes for a warm climate. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh well, I'll go to the Maldives.
0: Wow, yeah, it sounds so like a good decision. So I ended decision. up in the Maldives, mm-hmm.
1: and it was um, teaching English, developing a curriculum to teach English at what everyone called the Hotel School, mm-hmm. which had been set up by the UN a few years before, when they started developing the tourism industry and mm-hmm. developing resorts
0: there. Oh. must have been really excited you know, to go oh, the
1: uh, well, I love the Maldives. Mm-hmm. Some people mm-hmm. don't want to go to a place like that because mm-hmm. it's very isolated and very small. But,
0: uh, and what's your favourite memory or experience from your time there, the two well, years you spent favourite there? memories mm-hmm.
1: were snorkeling around oh. the uh, different islands. Mm-hmm. And um, on Friday, the, the, there were a lot of UN volunteers there, mm-hmm. a lot of Japanese JOCV volunteers, quite a lot of BSO volunteers. Um, Australian volunteers, mm-hmm. so a lot of volunteers in mm-hmm. at that time there and every Friday, which is like a Sunday in a Muslim country, Sunday in that mm-hmm. country, um, would be a day off and uh, the UN would supply a boat to go to the nearest resort and we'd all go over there and swim or we'll lie on the beach mm-hmm. and have uh, western food.
0: Wow, <laughs> Wow! that sounds like such a phenomenal experience. So that was a experience. great treat mm-hmm. and you would meet all these people. Mm-hmm. From other places, yeah. yeah. Even though it was such an exciting adventure, you know, being away for two years, was there anything that you missed about being home?
1: Oh, I miss seeing my children, my mm-hmm. kids. Um, uh, we got email around that time, emails just coming mm-hmm. in, so eventually one could send some emails and communicate, but it was very expensive mm-hmm. otherwise and slow. Um was from home. No, not mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Okay, and and now that she have been in, you know, away from, we've left the Maldives about more than ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you look back and you know you miss anything about the Maldives that you oh, miss I in particular? Oh, I love to go back. But mm-hmm.
1: It's very expensive from here, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just it was just um, I love being by the ocean mm-hmm. and Coral Islands is something very beautiful about Coral Islands, and it's just it's that sort bleaching happened when I was there. And that made a huge difference to the and There was an only, you know an unusual hot um, current came mm-hmm. through. And uh, I honestly don't know if it's ever recovered mm-hmm. from that. But that was so beautiful. And I learned to dive. Oh wow. I got my paddy okay. and, uh, and that was just wonderful. And do you still
0: dive? I don't anymore. Oh. No, no. Mm-hmm.
1: But I was so happy I did it. Mm-hmm.
0: And what advice would you give to any volunteers going anywhere in the world, any volunteers going to the Maldives in particular? With Oh,
1: They don't do the Maldives anymore, Mm -hmm. as I know. But um, advice to anyone going is, I would just say, have a totally open mind and have no expectations Mm -hmm. and drop any assumptions you may find yourself Mm -hmm. taking for granted Mm -hmm. because you'll usually find they're all wrong. Mm -hmm.
0: Great piece of advice. Okay. Well, thank you very much for taking the time to speak to me, Judy, and you know, thank you for telling us your story.
1: Okay.
0: Thank you.